The following program contains 100% of the recommended minimum daily requirements of vitamin C, D, B complex, and coyote extract, better known as vitamin... <laughs> Western Howdy Buckaroos and Buckarets. Welcome to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, our riders in the sky, and Joey, the Cow Polka King, leads our orchestra. We begin this, the 2,677th appearance of our long and checkered career with this Stan Jones classic cowboy ghost story. No cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he rode along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw plowing through the ragged sky. And up a cloudy draw. Yippee-yay! Their horns are black and shiny and their hooves are made of steel. Their brands were still on fire and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear shot through him as they thundered through the sky. They saw the riders coming high. He heard their mournful cry. Yippee-yay-yay! Their faces gaunt, their eyes are blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on the range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire. fire. 
as they ride on here and cry. Riders loped on by him, he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell or riding on a range, then cowboy, change your ways today over the sewer ride. Trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies. Yippee-yi-yay! Chrysler came back, tie-dye came back, Cher came back for Pete's sake, and so will Riders Radio Theater right after these winsome words of wisdom. Hello, I'm Woody Paul, Dr. Awareness. Wouldn't you like to be more aware like me? Wouldn't you like to sense everything around you all the time? Well, you can. Thanks to my Woody Paul, Dr. Awareness meditation course. For only $9.99, I can teach you techniques which guarantee total awareness. Here's a sample from tape 13. Relax, close your eyes, quiet your mind. Now focus on the sounds closest to you. Now focus on the sounds farthest away. You're completely in the moment. Holy nothing escapes you. You're totally aware. Just crash through the wall. Every if that finger tips over, we'll all be killed. We'll need every hand. Joey. Slim, side me, Vic, Dino, Winchester, audience, Only everybody, Woody, Woody, all oh, forget it. Push You're completely everybody. in the moment. Uh, the past uh, is the memory, uh, and the future yes. is the yes. You open we your eyes, did it. There. and you remember everything. Great work, everybody. Affordable, we saved hundreds of lives. Affordable total awareness. These techniques have saved hundreds of lives. Won't you order now? To order the Dr. Woody Paul Dr. Awareness Meditation Course for only $9.99, pick up the phone and call 1-900-DR-WOODY. That's 1-900-DR-WOODY. A guy with a hefty left brain is standing by. Total awareness is my life, and now it can be yours too. Well, gotta go. Hey, anybody seen my keys? <laughs> And now, Riders Right Radio Theater would like to send a great big Western howdy to our station of the week, K-Bear in Sicily, Alaska. Howdy, Sicily! And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of Red Wing.
throw your hats in the air, Saddle Pals. Guest time is rolled around again. Yes, time indeed, oh potentate of poultry. Woody Paul, who will stride to center stage tonight? Well, Ranger Doug, we have a return visitor to Riders Radio Theater tonight. A true buckaroo from out in Nevada way. I should say Nevada way. His new album on Warner Western is leaving record stores like a runaway bronc. Please welcome our old friend and partner, cowboy poet Waddy Mitchell. Yes. Howdy, fellas. Welcome back, Waddy. Now it's good to be here. Thank you kindly. Fine to see you here, Waddy. What are you going to perform for us tonight? Uh, it's a little piece I wrote last year about what I'm going to tell my son if he wants to end up being a cowboy like I am. I want to hear this. What will I tell him, you ask me, when my son's trying to make up his mind to ride for a living like I have? Or explore what the world has to find? Could I tell him it's sure worth the doing? Could I tell him I spent well my time? I'll just say from the start, son, it's Gotta come from the heart, it ain't something that comes from the mind. I tell them the truth as I know it, of good years, hard winters and drought, the ecstasy of winning around now and then, giving courage to stay in the bout. That adrenaline rush when you're busting up brush on a cow pony agile and stout, of having the rug jerk from under your feet when you hear that the outfit sold out. Now tell them that cowboy's a verb, not a noun. It's what you do more than a name, and he'd be fooling himself if he's figuring on any sort of material gain. I'll remind him of spring calves a-bucking, of the joy and the pride and the pain of living a life that is easy or hard at the discretion at nature's refrain. What will I tell him, you ask me, when he's there and trying to make up his mind? I'll just say from the start, son, it's got to come from the heart. Because it just ain't something that comes from the mind. Wise words from the old buckaroo. You're doing show business full-time now, right, Waddy? Well, yeah, I am, but you know, I'm doing a little community work, too. You know, I figure it's always good to give a little something back. Well, that is the cowboy way. What are you doing in the community? Working in the boys' club? Recycling? Delivering meals? No, I'm a fighter pilot for the International Nuclear Police Force. What? Say what? <laughs> It's a new deal they got over at the United Nations. You know, the, they wanted a straight-shooting, hard-riding buckaroo, so I signed up. Fact <laughs> is, I'm leaving on patrol right after I leave here. Regulating nuclear arms can be a tough business, Waddy. Good yeah, luck. Can. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, another big hand for cowboy poet and international nuclear cop, Waddy Mitchell. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Here's a little of the number one song on the National Classical Polka Countdown. Also, Sprock Zarathustra. You are listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 13, the concluding chapter of the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Evil Empire. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, on a special mission for the U.S. State Department, riders in the sky went to the remote, backward, former Soviet Republic of Borstrovia. There they found that the villains Slocum and Charlie were in control of the country. I don't know what to do with it, though. It's such a worthless country, there's nothing to tax or steal. But when former High Sheriff Drywall arrived in town, fell off a cattle truck, and suffered from amnesia, Slocum saw an answer to his dilemma. Who am I? What am I doing here? Well, you're Elvis. You just come back from a near-death experience. Well, how long was I gone? Ah, about 20 years. Slocum then spread the word that Elvis was back and in no time had sold out the 50,000 seats in the Borstrovian Mud Dome. Meanwhile, the writers had gathered a recall petition and on the day of the big Elvis Live Again Aloha from Borstrovia concert, Slocum was fired as boss of Borstrovia. But by then he could have cared less because he had 50 million bucks stolen from the concert box office, a 20 megaton H-bomb, and a getaway jet waiting at the airport with its engines running. The H-bomb had been left behind by the old communist government, and Slocum planned to sell it for $20 million to a Middle Eastern despot. This despite the fact that he had been warned by Boris Yeltsin to surrender the bomb or face the wrath of the United Nations International Nuclear Weapons Police. And now, episode 13 of Return of the Phantom Empire, entitled, It's Now or Never. Aware that the Borstrovian rainy season could begin at any minute, but unaware that their opposed Slocum is making off with the concert money and an H-bomb, Riders in the Sky Minus Two Slim are attending a pregame ball rally in a field next to the Mud Dome. As soon as the Elvis concert is over, the ball playoffs will begin in the Mud Dome. And inside the Mud Dome at this moment, Two Slim anxiously awaits the arrival of the King. Gosh, I'm starting to believe Elvis really has come back. You're Elvis, about Elvis. to see for yourself, Too Slim, because even as you speak, the door to the dressing room with a big E on it opens, and a hip cat in a sequin jumpsuit steps out and heads for the stage. <laughs> Time to TCB here. Elvis is in the house. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Borstrovian Airport, on board their getaway jets, Logan and Charlie have just taken off and couldn't be happier. <laughs> We're on our way now, Charlie. Right. Finally, a big and evil plan that worked. We got the dough, the bomb, and open skies ahead. Nothing can stop us now. Yeah. Hey, boss, what's that little blip there on the radar screen? Eh, where? Right there. Look at it. See, it's closing pretty fast, whatever it is. I don't like the looks of this. Well, 
Listen, somebody's trying to reach us on the radio. Now, turn it up. Let's see who it is. Uh, Attention, Barstovian Jet. This is Captain Waddy Mitchell of the United Nations International Nuclear Fleet. Yeah? So what? Well, we have reason to believe that you are in illegal possession of a nuclear bomb. So you're hereby ordered to return to the Barstovian Airport and land that thing right now. Ah, uh, sorry, no can do. Wrong answer. Yikes! Holy mackerel. Those were just warning shots, boy. Land that thing and the next ones will be right up your tailpipe. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm affecting the turnaround now. Now, boss? Eh? Well, I guess we lost him. <laughs> That's too bad. It's... Yeah, I bet he'd shoot us down if we didn't obey his yeah. orders. <laughs> well, turn the transmitter off. Right. Okay, here's the situation. Yeah? <laughs> I'm turning around. We're gonna head back, and we're gonna get some money back for him because he's leaving out too many lines. <laughs> no! We ain't gonna land, we're gonna get away. You're gonna do what? We're gonna get away. <laughs> How are we gonna do that? Well, his plane is a Russian MiG-23. This one is a Ronco Jetomatic. So what? So we can outrun him. But to do it, we gotta jettison something. What do you mean? Now we gotta dump the biggest, heaviest, most unnecessary thing on this plane. I ain't jumping, boss. Well, in that case, we gotta lose the H-bomb. Right. Push that button there. It'll open the bomb bay doors and the bomb will fall out. Okay, but you know it's an altitude-triggered nuclear bomb, don't you? So? So when it reaches an altitude of 200 feet above the surface, it'll detonate. Devastate a 20-mile area, not to mention the fallout. Now, so what? It ain't falling on us. <laughs> we'll be out of here. <laughs> Press the button. Uh-oh. What's the matter? The Bombay doors are stuck. Now, do something. All right. What? I don't know. Go back there and try to push them open. Right. Or though it may be for you to believe, that's just what Charlie does. Meanwhile, back at the mud dome... Hang it! Kick out for us, Scotty. Ain't nothing but a groundhog. Just hiding all the time. You ain't nothing but a groundhog. Just hiding all the time. You ain't never seen your shit. I hit you. Ain't no more friend of mine. Thank you. Gosh, he looks like drywall, but he acts like Elvis. Could he really be? While Two Slim ponders the impossible, back in the skies above Borstrovia, Charlie is trying vainly to force the Bombay doors open so the H-bomb can be jettisoned. We're almost back to the airport, Charlie. I can't push him open, boss. Well, you gotta do something. Try jumping up and down on him. Well, the bomb's in the way. Well, then jump up and down on the bomb, you idiot. I'm sure faithful listeners are way ahead of Charlie. Suddenly, the Bombay doors come unstuck. And Bomb and Doofus go plummeting out of the jet and straight down towards the Mud Dome. Of course, Slocum is quick to note the loss of weight. Hey, good work, Charlie. Charlie? Charlie? Oh, well, happy landing. <laughs> now to give this baby the gas and lose the nuclear weapons cop. <laughs> Barstovian Jets, you are devastated. So long, sucker. You were warned. Now your history. Ow, oh, I'm hit! Oh no! Is this the end of Slocum? 
We can only hope so. Meanwhile, on the ground below, riders in the sky minus two swim can't help but notice the drama in the sky. What's all that commotion up there? Gosh, it looks like a Russian MiG-23 just shot the tail off a Ronco Jetomatic. Yes, but what's that falling beneath them? Well, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's oh. a... <gasps> Holy cow, it's a 300-pound Duvas and a 20-megaton H-bomb. And they're going to land right on top of the mud dome. Oh, it'll be curtains for everybody. Oh. Woody, how would that bomb be triggered? Ranger Doug, I worked on that particular type of H-bomb in Oak Ridge. It has an altitudinal trigger. When it reaches 200 feet above the surface of the land, it automatically goes mushroom. Oh. Is there any way on earth to disrupt the trigger on no. that thing? No, there's not a chance, Ranger Doug. Well, in times like this, it's good to have a horse with afterburners. Oh. Turbo! Wait a minute, Ranger Doug, there is one thing. Thank what? heavens, all I've got to ride is an old mule. <laughs> if we could somehow excite the air molecules, spread them out, so to speak, it would confuse the altitudinal trigger and the safeguard factor would shut it down. Oh. I see. Well, actually, I don't see, but I don't have to see. Woody, what would it take to excite the air molecules and spread them out that way? Ranger Doug? Yes? <laughs> I would say a perfectly modulated tonal frequency to the third degree would do it. In other words, a number three yodel. Exactly, Ranger Doug. Think of the air molecules as a rack of balls on a pool table. Your yodel is the cue ball. When the cue ball is smacked by the cue stick and goes flying down the table, it crashes into the balls and sends them careening in all directions. Your yodel does the same thing to air molecules. That sounds like a crock to me. Still, it's worth a try. Stand back, everybody. What? What? And amazingly, it works. The bomb is deactivated just before it hits the top of the mud dome, and it crashes through without exploding. And right behind it comes Charlie. And before anyone can react, First, the bomb lands on Drywall's head. Oh, run for your lives, the sky's falling. No, it's not, but Charlie is. Oh. Oh. Drywall survives the bomb, but Charlie knocks him cold. The fallen king is carried to his dressing room and stretched out on a small cot. The stadium empties and the rich and beautiful airheads file out and go back to wherever they came from. Some of them think they saw Elvis. Some of them are not so sure. He didn't look like Elvis. Yes, but he's been dead for quite some time. This explains a lot. When the mud dome is empty, it takes Woody Paul only 15 minutes to patch the hole in the roof. And the job is completed just before the rains of autumn come pouring down. Meanwhile, Goose Swim has made his way to the king's lonely dressing room, where he finds him still stretched out on the cot, still unconscious. Drywall? Elvis? Can you hear me? Drywall, Elvis, you oh, gotta wake up. Come on, oh, come on. Oh, oh, I'm awake. What happened? Are you Elvis or Drywall? What do you mean? I'm Drywall. What's going on? <gasps> well, that's a long story. You were Elvis. And I was Elvis? Well, everybody believed you were. I did? Yeah, you did too. I did? Yeah, and then an H-bomb fell on your head and then a doofus, and here you are. Oh, but, 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 but I was Elvis? Yeah for a little while. Well, that's really all anybody could ever hope for. Come on, D. <laughs> Let's go watch some borscht ball. Some, some what? Oh, okay. What in the world's borscht ball? Well, there you have it. Peace and prosperity reigned in Borstrovia. Charlie was put to work tallying the beet harvest. One, two, five. Oh, uh, one. Slocum's plane was found, the money and bombs were recovered, but oddly no trace was found of the Prince of Villains. Cleveland Talk won the Borstball playoffs. 
And afterwards, the riders, thankfully leaving their phony Russian accents behind, return to their home on the range, the famed old Harmony Ranch in Tumbleweed Valley, USA. Home sweet home. And that concludes the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Evil Empire. But tune in, same time, same station next week for more high yodeling adventure in the continuing saga of The Cowboy Way. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cowpoke, the King, and Nuclear Cop, Waddy Mitchell! All right, Waddy. Here's one to the tune of Polly Wally Doodle. Joey asked me to sing Polly Wally Doodle, and by gum, I'm gonna do it. Go for it, side I found two critters in my bedroll, sing Polly Wally Doodle all day. I itched all the way to Jackson Hole, sing Polly Wally Doodle all day. Everybody fairly well, fairly well, fairly well, my fairy day. I'm going to Cincinnati for a loop of Cincinnati, sing Polly Wally Doodle all day. Take it away, Waddy. Well, Zeb broke this big old Bramer steer, although I warned him not to. He's limping, Waddy told me it's our duty and we got to. Not we, said I, it's you, my friend, who's feeling conscientious. Sometimes you'll find them Bramer steers a little bit contentious. Must be a rock wedged in his hoof, said Zeb, and that's what lames him. Let's throw him down and get it out. Willie swings his loop and claims him. Well, that Bramer hits Zeb's rope so hard it jerked his pony down with Zeb pinned plumb in under him upon the rocky ground. I quits my horse to see if I can help him to his feet and that's when that Bramer hits me in the region of my seat. He gets me down and tromps me till my carcass ain't worth saving. He spooks both horses all the hell with that big misbehaving. Zeb finally starts to draw some air. We makes it to a tree with that Bramer snuffing at our heels. A mystery is how we ever it. Tis a mesquite tree full of thorns, but none of them is hard to take as them old Bramer's horns. Well, that old Bramer hangs around a snorting and a snuffing, and one thing that I knowed for sure is that he wasn't bluffing. Oh, Zeb complains about it some, but you'll be glad to hear that although Zeb is short one rope, there's both of us still here. Now, there's a moral to this story, as I'm sure you are aware, and it's that sometimes a rope is something a cowboy sure can spare. For more information on Riders in the Sky, to Smith's Bergendale or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, 7 Music Circle North, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater, bunk at the famed old Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. Riders Radio Theater is written and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Fender. Our production foreman is the lovely Lisa Miles. Our sound effects wrangler is Professor Zeno Klinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King, producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer Jeff Whistle, recording engineer Gallup and George Zahn, sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springfield, who appears courtesy of Harris Allied Broadcast Division. Our chief engineer is Jamory J. Crawford, the stage manager on the Mark Tipton, and our sound engineer, Rope and Rich Burdett. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long, Saddlebound. We'll see y'all next week on Riders Radio Theater. Fairly well, fairly well, fairly well, my 
sing a polly wally doodle all day. Sing a polly wally doodle all day. This is the VXU Radio Network.